What's going on, guys? My name is Carlos Curiel, host of the Christ in Church podcast. Today, we have a special episode here for you today. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to the other episodes on the podcast, please check them out. Um, it's really good, important stuff. Uh, me and my wife just wrapped up a relationship series, so that was really good. Um, today, we have a special one for you today. We're going to go ahead and be talking about fitness and health, especially for how important health is in general, but especially for a Christian. Um, why Christians may not take care of the bodies the way they're supposed to, maybe biblically. Um, also, just personally, how well they're supposed to take care of their bodies in general. So we're going to go ahead and get into that. And today I have a special guest. Today I have um, the biggest health nut that I probably know in terms of just being healthy, eating right, uh, knowing what's good to eat, what's not good to eat, uh, working out, pl uh, plenty of workouts um, that he probably knows, the, the mindset he has when it comes to attacking um, getting in better shape. So that is uh, Brother Angel. Um, say what's up, Angel. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey guys, my name is Angel Sanchez, and I'm uh, just you know glad to be here. Just taking this with a uh, open mind, open heart, and uh, yeah, we're going to talk about fitness today. So um, I'm not sure. Uh... <laughs> yeah, sounds good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah that's good. I'm re I'm ready to go. So let's do it. Let's do it, man. So. Uh, first and foremost, man, just go ahead and give us a little bit about yourself. I mean, how did you even get into, obviously, coming to God, but like in terms of just like getting into fitness as well? Like, how did you, how did that become so, so something so big in your life, getting into fitness? So um, I did. I wasn't raised in church, but um, I think one thing that really um, challenged me is that I like to be physical when I was younger. So I just remember mm -hmm. like feeling the need to be physical and, mm -hmm. you know, we would rough house and play. I had, I had brothers. And so, um, as I grew up, I actually had, uh, knee surgeries. And so I wasn't able to like play sports in high school or do anything like that. Oh, you know, wow. I came from a troubled background, like a lot of trauma, a lot of things. And, and so my mind felt like super chaotic. So when I finally, um, I think around 20 something, I think 21, Mm -hmm. I finally got a hold of fitness. You know, it took me a long time to really like uh, engage because of the surgeries, because of like just like that wasn't important. You know, being mm -hmm. physical wasn't important when right. I was growing up. And so I never really uh, had a chance to like make fitness important. Like, mm -hmm. And I didn't know because no one taught me. So I ended up just uh, meeting someone at the gym. I was just trying to go to the gym here and there. I wasn't taking it too serious. And then, you know, one of my friends uh, who's still my friend to this day, he was like, like, just kind of showed me the ropes, you know, it just, it just was someone showing me the ropes. And uh, I got into the gym and that kind of coincided with my spiritual journey because as I, as I was more physical, it like, it started to like help me more. Mm -hmm. I felt like chaotic in my mind sure. and, and I felt like a lot of anxiety about life. But the more I got into fitness, the mm -hmm. healthier I started to feel, like the better, I, the sharper I started to feel. And so, and then I ended up going like paleo and um, it's one of the lifestyle choices I advocate for like the most as far as like a lifestyle diet. Mm -hmm. It's like meats, fruits, vegetables, nuts and eggs. So that's a big one for me that really uh, made my body feel healthy. And I, I don't know, I felt like some, you know, you know, the, the, a lot of people take the scripture, you know, okay, like, you know, you're, you're the temple of God. And they really try mm -hmm. to make that like physical, like for fitness and things like that. You know, obviously the context is about you know, sexual sins and things like that, keeping the temple pure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, early on I had that kind of, that, that idea was thrown at me. So yeah, I'm the temple. So I kind of took it like very literal sure. and serious. And yeah. I applied it that way where it was like, yeah, this is my temple. I'm going to take care of it, you know? And yeah. 
So, um, and then I became a personal trainer, got into nutrition and fitness. And most recently, like I've been getting really deep into the neuropsychology of like, of humans and their trauma. Mm -hmm. So to the point where, um, I have, I've had to look at the effects of, uh, physical training and nutrition on mental health. Oh, wow. So that's been a big, uh, big, like change for me in my mm -hmm. perspective. Like it's altered it to like such a deeper perspective where I'm like starting to see like the things we take for granted, like yeah. being able to exercise are, are so beneficial and helpful to us. So sure. yeah, that's a little bit about me. You know, I've, I've been, you can say I have a decade of experience at least in fitness. So, wow. That's yeah, awesome. man. Yeah. Almost, almost I'll say about a decade. Yeah. That's awesome. That's crazy, man. Awesome, man. Well, I, I wanted to go ahead and ask you some questions. Obviously with that decade of experience, you have a wealth of knowledge. So that's definitely what I want to go ask. So, um, how, you know, one of the first questions I have for you is, um, why do, why do Christians overlook their physical health? I mean, why do, why do most Christians just like, don't really care about their physical health. I mean, the way I look at it personally is like kind of like what you just mentioned, the temple of God kind of thing. Like, you know, obviously mm -hmm. be healthy. That's one way to interpret it. Um, that's one, one way people see it. Um, but it's like if God calls you from, you know, just me thinking, it's like if God calls you to go go out and preach to people and go and be places and I mean, it takes a toll on your body physically mm -hmm. and it can't, right? Yeah. So to me, it's just like, man, maybe we should take care better of our bodies, right? Our bodies should be taken care of way better than what we are doing normally like we don't put in the extra effort to take care of our bodies because if god calls us to do something and we're not physically able to do so because of our health right yeah. i mean obviously god can give us the strength and so forth and so on and i'm not saying that he can't but i'm just saying like physically ourselves like why don't christians do their part in terms of being physically fit why do you think that is you know um i i was thinking about uh as you're talking, I'm thinking about this, uh, a few preachers I used to listen to, and there are these, these big, you know, wide men, yeah. you know, very, very overweight. And um, in some sense, you know, it's easy to be judgmental and critical of these men when you see them, but like they're, out, they're preaching the gospel and that's their life. And, but they're overweight and it kind of used to bug me, you know, it used to, it used to be like, you know, how come, cause I was, I, when I was in my fitness journey, it would bug me. It'd yeah. be like, like. You can kind of see their sin, maybe of gluttony on their body, and, and mm -hmm. I'm not one to judge. So, but it, the temptation is to judge a little bit. Right. But as I got deeper into like thinking about like this theologically, like in in the Bible, okay, mm -hmm. well, like is it really important? Like, because sometimes it feels like it's vanity. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're like uh, building your body up and 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 um, at the detriment of your spirit, it can mm -hmm. feel very vain. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, sure. it, it, at the detriment of your spirit just means like. You're not, you make time for like the gym, but you don't make time for God. Right, right. So I guess in some way, like I've seen it where people maybe don't know the difference between divine health mm -hmm. and that's not a phrase that's in the Bible. It's just something that's, I think, implicit. It's an implicit truth mm -hmm. that when God divinely f through supernatural means imparts health to you, mm -hmm. like say you're sick and you're healed, you know, you're healed from a sickness or um, re God renews your youth. There's phrases like that in the Bible. So I think I want to make one important distinction first, I think from a spiritual perspective is that you, you have divine health mm -hmm. and then you have your fitness and health. Mm -hmm. And those, I think for the conversation, um, we're human, so it's all one and the same. Mm -hmm. But then when you, when you, I think when you live a little bit of life, you kind of like, it's easier to section off things and kind of like to, to understand them better mm -hmm. and kind of sure. isolate them. Yeah, right? definitely. So, 
when you're thinking about like divine health for me, I, I always feel like a lot of Christians take the preaching of divine health, like almost super literal to the point where they feel like they don't have to do any kind of work to maintain their own physical health. Oh, okay. I see what you're you saying. You know, and yeah. so people will take this, the spiritual, the pseudo, like uh -huh. the super pseudo spiritual version of divine health and think like, well, I can just eat anything and I can just do whatever, drink whatever, eat whatever. Right. And then in turn, it almost becomes like a carelessness okay. because of grace. Uh -huh. You know, I think a lot of people think when, wow. you, when you have like a, a God is giving you divine health by grace and you right. get these grace preachings. Mm -hmm. I think some people can interpret that as like, oh, I could just kind of do whatever I want. Like, I guess my health's not that important, you know, and sure. it, it becomes easily to put it to the side. Mm -hmm. But then when you get into the other side, I think this is what makes it makes it really complicated, complicated now. Yeah. Because when you get into the other side where it's like um, building your health outside of, you know, the, the the health that God divinely imparts to us through his spirit. Mm -hmm. Like when you're thinking about building your own health up through your own effort and works, I think this is where it kind of gets um, people maybe might over spiritualize this oh, okay. and make this. Oh, OK, well, sure. because you're going to the gym, you're building up your body through works. So I think some people see it that way too. Wow. Okay. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. And so okay. they try to stay away from building themselves up out of a need to be humble. Okay. Or a need to be like, uh, I think spiritual. Okay. Right. So we have our spiritual need, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fulfilled by the spirit of God. But some people do find like, okay, let's just say you're dealing with a lot of sins and you're failing a lot. Mm -hmm. um, some people try to make up. For the bad they do with good mm -hmm. right right and so i think people end up applying that to like something like fitness and i think that's kind of um i'd say it's just not wise okay in some sense yeah, I know. because mm -hmm. when you think about your physical body um and your overall well-being number one fitness and nutrition are so important to your ability to have good mental health and if we're looking at mental health, I, I kind of see it like this. It's almost like a, a a good mental health is the ability to act in a wise way. Way or manner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So if we're thinking about like spirit, mental health from a Christian perspective, mm -hmm. it's it, I think that's wisdom, mm -hmm. right? The ability to know what to do with what you know. Right. And so traditional wisdom, like life isn't just in the clouds and the spirit and praying. Life is... The physical world right mm -hmm. and so us being involved with the physical world is so important that we actually have circuitry and neurotransmitters in our brain for dopamine mm -hmm. that dopamine regulates movement mm -hmm. so your body is built to move and to explore mm -hmm. and the more you move and explore mm -hmm. the more you can grow new neural pathways in your brain for for unlocking some good that's in your dna right you know, you can literally unlock some cool things within that are trapped within your DNA just by being exploratory. So part of being physical, part of being sane mm -hmm. is actually being physically um, tied into the physical world, doing physical things. Mm -hmm. So I think fitness is super important when, when it comes to that, like and even eating physical food sure. and not just shakes, I think is like so important yeah. to our mind to be able to grab reality Mm -hmm. Like as far as having a routine, 
for fitness and um, some kind of general right. idea of what's good to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems that that is tied to dopamine okay. in such a way where your state of being is based on dopamine, like how good you feel. Right. So if you're if you're eating right and you're exercising and you're interacting with the world, that's going to create a positive effect on your overall mm-hmm. state of being. Right. And I think that's where we we can come to now talk about faith where it's like if you're doing that you're putting yourself in a good position mm-hmm. to truly hear god mm, okay because if you're in yeah. a in a state of stress in a state of uh, panic and fear and and um, you're sad and you're 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 self-conscious cuz of your weight mm-hmm. so if you're really like having like body dysmorphia or some kind of issues with how you look in the mirror mm-hmm. um a lot of that is uh it's like a neuroticism it's a it's a sensitivity to negative emotions mm-hmm. that will turn on your amygdala and then turn off your prefrontal cortex mm-hmm. which connects to the dopamine mm-hmm. and that dopamine is what inspires the motivation and movement oh, so okay. if you're shutting off your prefrontal cortex and right. you're not um your dopamine isn't properly regulated your amygdala is going to actually put you in a state where your cortisol raises up, your weight will stay up, you'll be stressed, and you'll be super likely to start gaining weight really fast. You'll go do cardio, mm-hmm. and you're just double stressing yourself out. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so part of eating healthy and mm-hmm. fitness is to, is to go out there and challenge yourself to mm-hmm. shut off yeah. the amygdala from being so... Um, sensitive to threat right sensitive to danger where it's in a high stress mode mm-hmm. because that will shut off um your ability to feel good sure and then that feeling good is going to put you in a state of not feeling good and depression mm-hmm. and the more uh, sensitive to negative emotions you are the more the amygdala is on mm-hmm. the more self-conscious you'll be right because negative emotion is actually associated with um like Thoughts about yourself. Mm-hmm. So it'll be easier to be self-conscious about your body. So, I mean, there's a whole network of, right. of sciences that you can literally oh, use to yeah. understand this of, on how how bad it is for your overall you know, state of mind, mind right. to not be physically involved with the world through fitness mm-hmm. and also having uh, good foods that, right. that produce, like they give you uh, serotonin and dopamine and things like that. Sure. Wow, man, that's that's so much information. That's so good, man. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. That's ten years worth of knowledge, wisdom, fitness. You know, that's that's awesome, man. Thank you so much. That was that was very insightful. I didn't even think about like those ways that you mentioned how how crucial it is that physical health. I mean, yes, it's important, obviously, but people just think about physical health of the way you look. Mm-hmm. They don't think about the inner stuff. They don't mm-hmm. think about the stuff that's in your mind. They don't think about the stuff that the kind of people say, like the demons you're fighting, the, yeah. the the stuff like that, that it actually can help with. It's mm-hmm. not just physically looking good in the mirror. It's actually about all, your mental health as well, yeah. right? And you just mentioned that. That was that was awesome. Thank you so much for that information there. But yeah, that that is so crazy. People think about looking good and it's just physical health. And then, you know, obviously, and you know what? To me, it's like physical health also provides... When you start working out, and not just because you want to look good, but because you just want to, obviously, just, just like you mentioned, you just want to feel better like yeah. about yourself. You want to feel productive. You want to feel that sense of accomplishment. 
when you start developing that discipline as well, right? Because that's the key word is also discipline when it comes to my mind, yeah. when it comes to working out. A lot of people don't have the discipline. And when you start developing discipline in one area of just like physical health, because obviously when you start doing physical health, you're pushing your body to do things you've never really done before. Mm -hmm. And when you start doing stuff like that and you're developing discipline that way, you start developing discipline in other areas of your life as well. Right. When you start seeing that you can start doing stuff that way, you can also start developing discipline in other areas of your life as well. And that will lead to that positive more mindset and so so forth and so on. Like you were mentioning about yeah. mental health, it'll start triggering that stuff, that movement, that positive dopamine when you're having that interaction. So that's that's very interesting. I think you think about it when when so when you're in threat sensitivity mode and your amygdala is on, you're not capable of being real spiritual. Mm hmm. You know, like yeah. part of part of why the, the scriptures like all things work together for the good to them that mm -hmm. love God and are the called according to the to his purpose. Like right. all things work together because there, there's a sense of like if you have faith in that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and you and you believe that whatever's happening in your situation right now, that it will work out for your good in the end. Mm -hmm. That also turn can turn off the amygdala, like the threat sensitivity, because. When you're reading that, you're thinking about like, oh, I have all these things that are in my way right now that sure. are challenging me. Yeah, definitely. And I'm and I, I'm not sure how they're going to turn out, right? Mm -hmm. And that puts that threat sensitivity on. So that's what I'm saying is like, even the food you eat mm -hmm. and willfully engaging in mm -hmm. hard, difficult exercise. Mm -hmm. Willfully though, you have to do it with with your own with with a true willfulness, even right. knowing it's going to be hard. Right to help start regulating mm -hmm. how often you're in that threat sensitivity mode because that's going to impact a lot of your decisions and like it'll impact your ability to have faith in mm -hmm. a hard moment. Gotcha. Wow. So, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you, man. That's wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much, man. I want to go ahead and get into the next question here. Uh, just moving along here. So for someone that, that hears your words, listening to this podcast, they don't really work out. They need help. What are some easy steps to get started? What would you recommend in terms of just like developing easy steps to get started in terms of getting physically fit or just starting to physically get into that mode? So I would first recommend like focusing on what you can eat. So we'll start with nutrition and then we'll go into fitness separately. Okay. Um, focus on what you can eat. Like I, I, like I recommended earlier, like a paleo lifestyle for me is a good idea because it's meat fruits, vegetable, nuts, eggs. And it's very simple, very like... It's like nothing processed, right? Nothing processed, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm not saying this is for everybody, but there's a good chance sure. that a lot of people can benefit from this kind of focus because you're not saying what you can't eat. Mm, okay. You're saying what you can eat. Can so eat. I think a lot of a lot of our, our frustration with, I think, eating healthy comes from the what I can't eat mm -hmm. mentality it's like yeah. focusing on what you can't eat and then getting the, frustrated and... the frustration yes the the sadness mm -hmm. that comes with not being able to have foods that you you that comfort you mm -hmm. and a part of that is like i think um i think this is also practical information to know is a part of why we eat unhealthy is and find foods that are kind of like satisfy and comfort us sure. is because we're suffering, mm -hmm. I think, in some way. Wow. Like if if you feel like you can't control what you're eating, a lot of it has to do with your suffering. And I think Christians have a big, big, a bigger deal with food, I think, often than maybe the common person, because it's not 
it's it's something you can get away with and be Christian, mm, like wow. overeating. Right. You right. know that it, people can't really measure what is gluttony, so it's not as seeable, right, and judgeable. Maybe on the tail end, right, when we see like someone's you know kind of getting super super overweight right, and it's image. unhealthy, right. Sure. But I think it's one of those uh, things you got to understand. Like first of all. If you're having problems with food, you, I think you got to go to the psychology first. Mm-hmm. Like, do something practical psychologically. It's like, what? Uh, is there any suffering that you're having that mm-hmm. you're not talking about? And then I would definitely try to, like, talk that out with somebody. Like, work through that. Pray sure. through that. Like, I don't want to just say pray through. I think it's, it's, it's good to talk it out, to put more words behind what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, because what's going to happen is for people that are just getting started, the reason you're just getting started most likely is because you're you're not disciplined mm-hmm. and you might have some suffering that you're not aware of that mm-hmm. is just calling you know calling you to just go eat to right. feel comfortable sure and um i think the corinthian church even had a, a problem with overeating with the communion mm-hmm. you know they were overeating the communion in wow. the book of corinthians and they were having a party with it so it's like you can see like and then you can see that their appetite also was geared towards like sexual sins and things like that. Right, right. And so it's so interesting that um, kind of those two things get tied in together, which is why I don't think um, bringing in the fact that you might be suffering is is, is a miss because you might mm-hmm. be just having a real hard time in life. Sure. And the only thing you can do like as a Christian believer is just to eat, eat. Yeah. something pleasurable. Like a way out. Yeah, like a way out. Because... Yeah. It's that it's that dopamine that's controlling your behavior. Mm-hmm. It's that you're you're suffering, you're in pain, so you're trying to find pleasure. Right. And and the more you're suffering mm-hmm. and you're not dealing with it, the more likely you are to like just find comfort in foods. Wow. It's just like it, it's kind of basic emotional math. Sure. You know. But going to the actual practical side of eating the actual food, I would say, um, n- num- number a few things. So focus on what you can eat. Right. Okay, um, f- make sure to include good foods because mm-hmm. y- inevitably you are what you eat. Yes, the Bible says. <laughs> yes, the Bible says. Um, you know, not to judge each other and what we eat mm-hmm. and what we drink. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're not judging salvation here. Right. 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 Okay. So it's it's not a, it's not a salvation thing. It's just when it comes to how would I put this. Um, yeah, I would just say focus on what you can eat. Like, mm-hmm. like find things that are you know are good for you, mm-hmm. and and eat those things. Right. You so know? good for you. When you say good for you, I'm assuming you mean fruits, veggies, things that are green. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> things that are green. Not things good. that things that were not made in a factory, right? Things yeah. that were actually grown and stuff. Yeah, I, I would say so. You know, a lot of this, a lot of this processed food is coming out. A lot of research is coming out that it's actually. Um, deteriorating our brains you know you got the yellows the reds and like the red the red and hot cheetos the yellow and you know the yellow dyes the red dyes the blue dyes and they're finding out those things are really 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 bad for our brains and our kidneys and our in our in our gut health that's crazy yeah so our gut health affects our mental health so think about think about it this way so imagine like you're eating healthy your your brain chemistry is better when you're eating, this is this isn't research on paleo, mm-hmm. but on items within paleo, there's research. So like mm-hmm. meats, f- 
fruits, vegetables, Veggies. nuts, right. eggs. Mm-hmm. There's research on all of these groups of foods on how these foods positively affect your brain wow. and your brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. So getting a good hormonal balance. Sure. So that's why I recommend paleo. So I'm saying like eat, mm-hmm. focus on what you can eat. Say you want to do a keto, mm-hmm. do a keto, but just know keto is not a, like a lifestyle, mm-hmm. like forever. Mm-hmm. You can say you have a goal. I think it's cool when Christians like decide, hey, I want to fit into this dress for a wedding. Cool. Sure. Do, do a keto eight weeks, 16 weeks. Cool. Yeah. You know, fit into your dress, have a great time. Like, yeah, but yeah, like, sure. you know there what you I'm go. saying? So, yeah, like, keep there's, it practical. Keep there's it practical. different diets you can use and yeah. stuff. So, um, paleo, keto. I mean, I know a lot of people go like the Atkins or the Carnivore. Okay. Like, all those are great, but you definitely want to make sure you're getting blood tests to see what you're missing. Okay. Because you might like, if you can, and you know, you mm-hmm. visit your uh, doctor. Get blood tests, see see where you're at with everything, mm-hmm. and then uh, try to fill in with food, like research. You can just go on Google. Hey, like if they say you need um, like foods with serotonin, you can just literally look. Google it. Google it. Google what are it, foods man. that yeah. have serotonin benefits? Sure. You know, yeah. what are supplements that have serotonin benefits? Mm-hmm. So, and that brings me into supplements. So I would say, secondly, it's like supplements. Um, having having a, a protein is 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 good but mm-hmm. try to get it from food okay you know as much as you can i would say i recommend getting it from food it mm-hmm. just the natural metabolizing the uh, how your body naturally metabolizes food is probably more beneficial for you because it'll help burn calories gotcha so the metabolizing food is helpful mm-hmm. to you burning more calories right because your stomach has to work gotcha. so if you're just drinking shakes all day that's not really the healthy way you might be getting the vitamins and everything, okay. but if you're drinking too much water, you could just be peeing them all out. Like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, on supplements, like I, I can't. I'm not going to recommend anything specific on here, but if you're, um, yeah, I, it's 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 just too much. Yeah, no, no, it's, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know I mean, saying? we could we could be talking about this forever for yeah. sure. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I'm sure you know and stuff. What would you say for in terms of workouts? Like workouts, a, yeah, perfect, yeah. So, um, I would say like if you're just trying to get started in general, I mm-hmm. would say just showing up is number one. Okay, and yeah, showing getting up, out of bed, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the, that's the hardest part for me because uh, you've mentioned a lot. And um, the the whole thing about eating when you're depressed or eating when you're sad, like I've been guilty of that. I mean, I go late night and get a Big Mac. I feel I've been there. Yeah, I mean, I've been there. <laughs> you're not alone out there. So if you're listening to this, you're not alone. I've been there. I mean, I've gone late, get a Big Mac, large fry, and a large drink. So you know, it happens. It happens. We're all human. We're all human. Um, so that's the first thing. But the second thing is, uh, I mean, getting. I mean, I think the hardest thing for me for going to the gym is just getting there. Yeah. I think that's the hard part. Honestly, once you get there, you see everyone else working out, people that are there, people that woke up with you, you know what I mean? In terms yeah. of like people that woke up as well, people that actually made it there, you see other, everyone else working out, it kind of gives you the motivation to work out as well. So I think the hardest thing for me personally as well was just like you mentioned, was just getting up and getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I just, so for me, like I do a lot of personality research and work, so it just depends your personality, how mm-hmm. you should approach creating a program. But I would say like, for a basic for a person for a person like look go online mm-hmm. um re- research the body parts you want to work out mm-hmm. say what what workout what are some good workouts for arms mm-hmm. for legs for stomach for for abs mm-hmm. like you have the web like the web is an, an ultimate resource and you should utilize it as best you can 
write five workouts down. So start with five, write okay. five of them down. Sure. Okay. Um, and get it, get the YouTube video link <laughs> with the name of the workout, put mm -hmm. it in your notes, in your phone uh -huh. and go do the workout. Okay. Okay. You're, you're going to do better by defining what you should do right. first. Okay. And then going, because if you go and you just try to aimlessly work out, yeah. It, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot before you get there. Oh, wow. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think a lot of people start off like... Like, I'm just going to get there and then figure it out. Yeah, so first, get there. Number two, but when you get there, make sure you have a plan. Okay. You know, so, like, I recommend if you're just trying to, like, lose weight, but you're, like, a person who's... Say you're highly sensitive to negative emotions, so you have a lot of negativity. Mm -hmm. I would say, like, yeah, 400, 500 calories on the Stairmaster. Okay. Make sure to do it manual. Okay. Manual mode, input your weight. Make sure you can input your weight. Oh, wow. And then start the machine so that it calculates your calories accurately. And it'll be a lot easier for you, actually. Wow. So if you're just trying to, like, lose weight, slow cardio. Slow cardio. Okay. Very, very calm, very slow. Like, sure. level two or three on the stairs. Nothing crazy. Okay. Like, um, because if you're, like, a person who's highly sensitive to negative emotions, mm -hmm. you're only going to, if you start running full speed yeah <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time um because you're gonna raise your cortisol even more because mm -hmm. you're stressing yourself out like double you're already stressed okay so you'll you'll keep your cortisol low mm -hmm. psychologically if you have a plan mm -hmm. and then you can also do the stairmaster if you, that's basic so if you if you just just trying to eat uh, you're trying to just lose some weight mm -hmm. maybe go paleo mm -hmm. maybe do you know 500 calories on the stairmaster mm -hmm. uh three times a week okay. just to start like sure. something like that like you don't have to go super crazy right and then um as time goes like if you want to get into weights then build then then just look up stuff you want to do mm -hmm. like as far as like your the parts of your body you want to work right on. and that's that's my question as well is because like there's a bunch of stuff out there on the internet i mean mm. like let's call it what it is there's a lot of stuff out there that may be right or incorrect we don't really know. So for someone that's new, yeah. For someone that's really new, and they go online. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of information out there. So how do you how does someone find out if it's like actually good info or if it's not right? Like for example, I'm gonna go ahead and give you an example. So a lot of people say crunches are bad because it's like you're bending your spine or something like that. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I'm not sure if it's true. I'm gonna ask you. You're yeah, the yeah. expert. But I've heard crunches when working out your abs, crunches are bad. It's better to do other types of workouts. Now, is that is that true or is that false? See, I think that that's false. Okay. But I also think that in some cases, it can be true for some people. Oh, okay. You know, like okay. For, so it really so depends. All advice, all adv all gym advice is you got to understand. There's like a plethora of it out there, but everyone's different. Right. So right. part of part of this whole process is just getting curious okay, and going and trying things mm -hmm. and seeing if it feels right to you because mm -hmm. some people's arms are inserted a little differently sure. into their shoulders than other people. So when they do certain workouts, it hurts, hurts more. Them. Yeah. You know, it's more of a strain on their shoulder. And so that it's like, maybe they shouldn't, Mm -hmm. are, are you training to be a bodybuilder? No. So maybe you shouldn't even really do too much shoulders. <laughs> too much weight. You know, yeah. Like, you, what, you, do you need to do too much shoulders? I don't know. But, right. like, uh, it, it's it's really about being coming curious. Okay. I think that that's the biggest part. And mm -hmm. then and then creating a list, mm -hmm. literally creating the list is, is super important because it helps 
your mind comprehend what you're going to do before oh, you get there. Right. It gives your mind some predictability, which will help ease your like mm -hmm. your stress levels about going into the gym and being new and things like that. Wow. Okay. So I would say like still, still like, okay, it might not be the best person mm -hmm. to get advice from, but mm -hmm. it's better than not doing anything. But at the same time, obviously, if it looks like it's going to hurt you, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, yeah, like, have that common sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> common sense isn't so common, but if, you know. Yeah. You know, if, 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 and, and start small. Sure. Start with smaller weights. Right. Even if it's like easy to do, do 20 reps of 10 pounds. Like, I mean, literally, yeah. like, try something like that as a warm up before you yeah. put Go on crazy. the weight. Practice the movement, rehearse it. Right. Like, like simple things like that, I think, That's are, good. are helpful. That's good. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I want to go ahead and give you some. I want to kind of go ahead and get a rundown here. I have a lot of true or false questions here. Um, but real quick, I just want to ask you uh, kind of like one final question here. So um, obviously, um, it, you've probably 10 years of experience. I'm pretty sure you've trained a lot of people mm -hmm. and you've seen a lot of stories. Yes. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to take up too much time, but can you give me one story that you've seen where someone's made a decision to get healthier and they actually went through with it and then they just felt so much better like someone that didn't know much that actually got trained or someone that got into fitness and is now living a better life because of it yeah so um i actually have one real cool i think testimonial i had this client and she was an older lady and she had um she was two years away from having a after having a stroke so she was two years off wow so she had a stroke and um uh, the thing about this woman in particular was that she was already planning her her death so she wrote her will wow she couldn't move a lot but she you know kind of like hobbled her way into the gym one day the gym mm -hmm. i was working at and she uh she met me so i started talking to her we started you know talking and she's like yeah so she ended up buying like a small package of training for me mm -hmm. and then i started training her and um i think within the first week um she started seeing like some of the benefits and things like that but um she wasn't sure if she wanted to resign and keep it up. And mm -hmm. I and I told her, like, look, like, you're either gonna get really good at this and do more of it, or you or you're gonna choose to quit and maybe maybe you'll regress. Maybe you'll find something else. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I think you should give it a chance while you, you know, and this right. wasn't a sales pitch, you know, like I wasn't making the most money in the world off this woman in particular. Sure. Like for as far as procession, right? right? So I didn't have a ton, a ton of incentive to just be a salesperson. So mm -hmm. um, that's not my approach anyways. But it was, it was something I said out of more like, hey, like this is dire for you. Like this is, I had to have that real serious conversation with her. Sure. Um, and some people need that conversation because it's, it's just gone too far. Yeah. Um, and one of the cool things though about exercise is that it's one of the things that is proven to help aging. So. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah for her it was it was a perfect thing so I I just knew it was a Definitely. necessity for her and so um, we go in for about six months of training and wow. for the first time in her life after having a stroke she ran across a field no way yeah no she kidding. ran yeah and you know I attribute wow. like I attribute that to to God. Sure. And I know his hand was in, even because it's not like I'm sitting there like laying hands on her and things like that. But I think that mm -hmm. it was just the touch of God, like just flowing through, you know, mm -hmm. just flowing through. Mm -hmm. And, 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 um, but at the same time, there was the practical side where she showed up for her sessions every week, you know, mm -hmm. two to three times a week, showing up for her sessions, 
you know, putting in the work. Right. Like even a lot of it was frustrating. I mean, it was trying, it was I'm hard and sure. But um, you know, how we how we got her to run was was quite the story, but um I won't go too crazy into it, but sure. it was it was no, a, no worries, man. It was a wow, that's pos- awesome. Positive experience for me at least cuz I I had um it just reaffirmed my belief in like actually like you know, God did create us to be physical and it, it is helpful for us. Right. You know, when, when you see people injured, you need to empower them to move, not not like do everything for them. Not just do everything for them, have yeah. them just give up. That's the hard part because yeah. we have a level of compassion, right? Sure. We're, yeah, as yeah. You know, Christians, we want to be compassionate, but yeah, I mean. Wow, man. What a story. That's awesome, man. That is, God is good. God is good. That is awesome. Well, man, that's awesome. That's a great story, man. I'm still like, that's crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, taking away from our conversation, um, you know, before we wrap up, I have a kind of a cool little thing we're going to go ahead and do here. But a lot from what you're saying, a lot from what I'm getting is working out is not just the way you look, but it's also for your mental health. And it's also going to help you in your spiritual life as well, Mm -hmm. because it helps your mental health. A lot of the battles we face are mental. So if we can go ahead and control that aspect on this side, we give the enemy a lot less room to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that is, again, this is what I'm getting from you. Um, obviously, as well as that it takes, you know, getting, like we mentioned, getting to the gym in the first place, just getting there. It's, it's, it's hard. You're brand new. You may not know anybody. You may not know anybody that works out, so you may not have nobody to work out with. Um, so it takes a lot of courage, man. I think that's what I'm hearing from you, too. It takes a lot of courage. It yeah. takes a lot of discipline, but it takes a lot, it starts with your courage. It, it starts with you making the effort. And as you consistently make that effort and you have courage, that discipline starts. It's like being willing to, you know, it's like being a toddler. Like you're going to be new to it. Yeah. But stumble and stumble along, you know, and, and, and and keep going. Like don't give up, man. Until you stop stumbling. (laughs) Yeah. Don't give up, man. Awesome, man. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I I wanted to go ahead and give you some true or false. We're going to do some rapid fire here. Okay. I want to go ahead and give you some true or false. We did not rehearse this, so he doesn't know what I'm going to ask him. All right. So here we go. Uh, and again, this quick answers. Obviously, um, just to go ahead and wrap this up, um, you don't have to go too much in depth into it, but just answer the question um, real quick. So, true or false? Cardio is bad for weight loss. And you're gonna say it depends. It depends. <laughs> it, it depends. It depends if you're a highly stressed person. If you're if you are a highly stressed person, like cardio is good in in. In reasonable amounts, sure. I wouldn't say excessive amounts of cardio are not gonna like be the end all of how you keep the weight off. You know, okay. you see people that have bellies and run, right? Like, you know, and it never lose weight. I've seen people in the gym for five years mm-hmm. just doing cardio, and there's no results. So mm-hmm. it just depends. But um, if if the way I take it is, it's it's important to do. However, yeah. it's not your end all be all. It's yeah, not your, yeah, you know, yeah. everyone's different, obviously, so it can vary. But but I think I think slow, like inclined cardio, walking on a treadmill, mm-hmm. and then like stairmaster at a very low level. Sure, I think universe can be a universal yes okay. for good for losing weight. Awesome, awesome. Next one, diet is ninety percent of the work. Ninety percent of the work is your diet in terms of losing weight. It starts with with majority of your diet than your workout. Would you say it's less than ninety percent? I would say I would say. A hundred percent of it is your psychology. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, because your psychology really, like, your willingness to engage in things you're not comfortable with mm-hmm. is the primary decision maker in whether or not you'll actually succeed at doing anything in fitness for yourself. Wow. It's it's really the mindset. Gotcha. 
Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Uh, I've heard this. I don't know if this is true or false. I'm obviously going to ask the expert here. So lifting, as in lifting heavy weight, too early, like a young teen, can stunt your growth. You know, like that's one I've come across. I, it's uh, it's uh, what I've understood so far is a myth. Okay. But I, I would recommend that um, you just, until you're, I would say kids are about like what? 10, 11, mm-hmm. 12, 13. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, get them involved in a sport early. Okay. You know, which wouldn't hurt. But as far as weight training, maybe around 12, you know, okay. like just just because at the same time, it's like if you're not an expert, mm-hmm. if you're not going to hire a trainer, yeah, then I wouldn't recommend a parent who doesn't know anything about the gym training right. their kids about right. stuff for the gym you know it's like sure, 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 you sure. end up hurting them so right. there's a level of caution i want to say okay, okay. all right <laughs> you know right. you definitely want to have like some 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 real help if you're going to be uh putting your kids through any exercise gotcha gotcha okay because any licensed uh trainer um will know whether or not they should be training that specific kid gotcha yeah. okay i hear you all right sounds good the next one i have another one here uh the other one is give me one sec here Okay, so the next one is, in order to lose weight, and this is true or false, uh, in order to lose weight, you have to go ahead and make sure that you're uh, lowering your calorie intake. So lowering your calorie intake in general is the best way to lose weight. So, yes. Yeah, so so when you when you talk about losing weight in general, a calorie deficit, yeah, calorie is, deficit. Is, um, is essential. Okay. Yeah, because you, let's just say you're, you're taking in, you know, 2,000 calories a day, mm-hmm. but you're um you're burning only 1800 mm-hmm. so that's a you're in a surplus right if you're only burning 1800 through the whole day mm-hmm. but you're taking in 2000 so that's going to be how you end up just scientifically with calories how you're going to end up gaining weight right mm-hmm. so um when you talk about losing weight you're going to have to be in a deficit okay but you're going to have to be in a deficit it's appropriate for like survival. Like don't don't like, like kill yourself. Don't just eat five hundred <laughs> calories. You know, yeah. you got to find your resting rate, your mm-hmm. resting heart rate, and then your resting rate of which you burn calories. Mm-hmm. So what is that? And that has to be measured by probably a professional. Okay. Or you can find some way to do it online. But you want to know your resting rate first. So how many calories are you burning just existing each day? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you're gonna count how much food, how much calories the. Of food is coming in mm-hmm. and then how much calories you're burning through exercise separately sure and then that in total if you're at least minus 500 so say your intake is 1800 mm-hmm. so if you're at like 1200 or 1300 1300 excuse me um and you're burning 1800 but you're taking in about 1300 of food you're minus 500, so that's a deficit. Right. So then that'd be good for losing weight. You know, you don't want to stay in that period. Of, it just depends how, how fast mm-hmm. you're trying to do it, too, because sometimes it's like maybe 300, maybe 400, maybe 250 mm-hmm. um, below might be ideal. Gotcha. Just okay. to be reasonable. Like, right. You know, because right, right. this isn't like, think about it. If your whole life is dedicated to God and, and your work and whatever you're doing for a career, I mean, you're not, you're not sitting here trying to be what Instagram tells you to be. Right. Like, you're not this. You're not trying to be this fitness god or this, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Gotcha. So if you're not if you're not trying to be a bodybuilder or anything like that, I mean, right. I would say just be reasonable with yourself and and okay. do something that's more long term mm-hmm. focused. Like mm-hmm. within the next five years, I want to transform my body. Gotcha. Not so much. Okay, in the next year, I'm gonna rush it. 
-hmm. and then you burn yourself out and get sick of it, you know, so. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I have one final, I actually have so many questions, but just go to wrap this up in the interest of time. Uh, I want to go ahead and ask you one more last one. Uh, True or false, uh, eating a cheap meal more than once a week will ruin your results. No, but it might ruin your mindset. You know, (laughs) I think sometimes having too many, um, you got to be mindful again of the dopamine. The dopamine is going to be that dopamine, man. Dopamine is um, is a neurotransmitter that basically um, is connected to our anticipation of. So when we have goals, Uh it's it builds up as we anticipate hitting that goal. Okay. So it's not hitting the goal that the dopamine affects you as much. It does affect you, but. It peaks out mm-hmm. right when you do right when you hit the goal. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a drop in dopamine, mm-hmm. so you'll you'll build up this dopamine, sure, and you'll anticipate, anticipate, anticipate. And so I would say just the the, the biggest thing is understanding that once you get down, because mm-hmm. so we're talking about a cheat meal, right? Yeah. So when you anticipate that cheat meal, uh-huh. you eat it, yeah. You might have like a depression, like a mini depression, a mini feeling of like, yeah, oh, what did I just do? Like, yeah. you know, because a little shame, a little shame. Action. Yeah. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. And I would say just wait that out. Like if you can learn how to wait that out, you could probably have two a week and be fine. Wow. Okay. You know, like yeah. Yeah, two if weeks. If you're fine. consistently working out. Yeah. Then, but obviously. You, you yeah. just have to be mindful of dopamine because once you, once you, once you anticipate and participate in like dopaminergic behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, that can become addictive, okay? Because you'll you'll just, there's a there's a, p- a pain and pleasure balance, okay? So that if you're having too much pleasure, your body will respond with sending you pain signals. Mm. So you you want to be mindful of putting yourself through these highs and lows, so where you don't balance. put so much into the cheat meal, yeah, mentally, right, right, right. Because if you do, the potential is it could throw you off where you're going to get another cheat meal the next day and another one and another one. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's so. so true. Wow, man. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you so much again for being here today. It uh, means so much. I know we can talk about this all day. Yeah, yeah. I know you have so much information. Uh, just in the interest of time, like I mentioned, I want to go ahead and wrap things up, man. Where can people find you, man? If they want to reach out to you, maybe as a personal trainer. Uh, I know you do. I know you you rap. I know you have, you're have. you an artist. Yeah, I mean, you're... You're, uh, again, I know you have so much stuff that you're doing, but where can people reach you at if you want to go ahead and just share? Um, again, if people want to hire you as a fitness trainer, I'm not sure if you're still doing that, but uh, people want to go ahead and reach out to you for fitness tips. Uh, where can people locate you at? Yeah, so I, um, I'm basically putting together a company called Conquer Consulting, and the Instagram for that is, um, sorry, Conquer. Uh, CC underscore so it's C-O-N-Q-U-E-R-C-C underscore and it's a Conquer Consulting Company and basically what I'm doing now is I'm doing consultations for personality so I'm assessing personality using a big five scientific model sure. which is a scientific model that helps that's um, the most accurate in the in the industry for like psychology and mm-hmm. psychiatry mm-hmm. so uh, I'm using that to help in, interpret people's personalities and then helping them build programs um, for their life centered around their personality. Wow. Their unique personality. And that, that's very interesting. It goes into neuroscience and all that. Sure. So um, there is a fitness pillar within the business. Okay. So um, if that's all you want to focus on, um, we basically can just do a consultation. And um, it's $150. Okay. And I'll take you to the personality assessment. 
help you interpret the data, mm-hmm. and then we can build a, a fitness program from there um, for like you know eight eight weeks, sure, twelve weeks, sixteen depending weeks, depending your goal, right? Depending on the goal, and, cool. yeah. but also depending on the personality and what uh, what I think you need on a on a just biological level, mm-hmm. and, and then with nutrition, supplements, and workout, you know, the style of workouts you should be doing. To live an overall better life, man. Yeah, yeah. To awesome, increase man. your overall well-being. That's awesome. the that's the goal of the company is to help people increase their overall sure, sense man. of well-being. I think people make better decisions when their well-being is increased. I'm far from perfect, and um, yeah. I'm still on this journey, you know, just Definitely, growing. Man. But uh, we all are. Definitely. But uh, yeah, thank you for having me and. Uh, Awesome, man. Good talking to you. Yeah, man. Thanks so much again for, uh, again, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this episode was insightful. Uh, thank you so much. Special shout out to Angel to come by and just uh, be on this podcast to talk about uh, fitness, talk about obviously as a Christian how important it is. And so uh, awesome. Thank you so much for, for being here. And uh, thank you so much again for listening, guys. If you guys haven't checked out the other the other episodes, check those out, guys. Again, thank you so much for your support. Share this podcast. If you found any of these episodes insightful, please share, share, share. We want to go ahead and get over to 100 listeners. We're almost there, actually. So uh, thank you so much again. Uh, we want to hit that mile marker. Um, so thank you so much again for listening, and I uh, hope you guys have a blessed day.